<laughs> hey guys, good afternoon. Um, we have uh, it's afternoon, not morning. I know. Uh, we right have we have had um, a couple of Mondays uh, on the road in the morning, so nine a.m. Melbourne time hasn't happened. So it's what four fifty uh, Melbourne Brisbane time. We are up here uh, in Queensland for our last week of events uh, on the Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast, Brisbane. So we're at Francesca's house right now. She's at the Mafia Hub. Hey, Katie. Uh, great to see you. And so we thought we'd come on today together because sometimes she thought we'd come. Yes, I Together. forced him to be on live, unshaven, my husband. I know, I said, what's going on? <laughs> so you can't even tell in the live that you're not shaven, yeah? That's what happens Can when you, you become a grey ghost, you can't see anything. Yeah. So we're going to be... Re- it re- used to be black, like almost red. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Naomi. Um, so uh, we are all set. I've got my nails done, got my hair done for all I the haven't. events. Uh, and he needs to shave for tomorrow. Oh my God, Seven you're going to break the computer. Oh, Beck's here too. God, we've got a whole huge turnout. What happens when I come on? See, you're huh? very popular. Oh, jeez. All right, guys. So today we're going to spend half an hour this being our Monday morning live. live. It's all you, Dal. This is, I told you to be uh-huh, here. There. I told you to be here. Um, to, all right, so now let's okay. get serious. Okay. Get on point, right? <laughs> I finished your book yesterday and today. That's because it's spoken out, Katie. That's why it can be read so quickly. All right, you guys. So we're going to talk about building the infrastructure of a lifestyle business from scratch. Okay, why? Because we're about to head off and have our lifestyle business um, in Thailand this Saturday for a whole month with our kitties and take our media break and um, chill out. Still run the business remotely. Chill out, you. <laughs> yeah, I can chill out. And uh, we wanted to share some 10 tips and tricks uh, of how you need to think about it when you are designing a lifestyle business because some of... Um, uh, some people, when they start business, they have this big vision to have uh, big teams and um, uh, just keep growing exponentially in terms of the revenue of the business and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but ultimately, that does not give them a lifestyle. It actually makes them work at constantly taking risks, is evolving and all that kind of stuff. Right, Stuart? You're good um, at this. You, you <laughs> talk a lot, don't you? I do talk a lot. He goes, what here. am I going to talk about? sit here and not. Not, not yet. All right, so we've got 10 little steps um, to share um, in, I guess, review. Stop joking, right? Um, in review of what has happened over the last nine years and um, and just to get you to start thinking about how you may want to create this for yourself uh, because at the end of the day, it's about what you want and how you want it to look, right? So number That's one... True. Number one, go on, Stuart. You do number one. Are we, oh, by the way, I unpacked this on the plane in I my did, notes. I did, yeah. Section. She was sleeping. No, he's left. <laughs> not. Come on, be serious, will okay. you? Hey, put, the really? font, put the font up, can you? Please. Um, <laughs> I don't need to read that. People tend to think that it can happen in six months and then they get to the six months and they go, but I'm still working so bloody hard. Um, and that's one of the biggest things. And then they just stop. So it can take two to three years. I think back now about when that first said, oh, I've always been the, the lifestyle one or I've been the one that's liked chilling out even more than anything else. You know, do a lot of work, get through it, but then relax. Um, and then when that was saying, oh, yeah, maybe we can look 
run businesses now got really excited, but yeah, thought it had happened in a couple of five minutes, let alone six months, no, 12 months, no, two years. Three years is probably when I started getting a realistic well, that's uh, when you belief. Quit your day yeah, job. yeah, but it was also when I could see that, yeah, this is actually doable. And when all of those people, the US entrepreneurs and that are coming in selling that it can happen in five minutes, mm-hmm. uh, it's and that's a big dream that a lot of people get caught onto, but it doesn't happen that quickly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, taking that little while to make it happen, work out, I guess, again, like Nate, you always speak about, you might have to go through quite a few things that don't work to then find what does work. And once you do that, then you scale it and then it will start giving you the results that you want to do. So point number one was it takes two to three years to establish, build credibility, design and um, uh, figure out what your signature system is to be able to start to afford outsourcing and paid advertising. Mm. Um, takes a few years to build the program product systems and support. Yeah. Boom, Katie, you summarized it for me, right? So it's exactly what we're trying to say. A lot of people do give up after only six to nine months because they bought into the fact that someone said, you know, have this six-figure income part-time hours, which is exactly the uh, advertising I bought into. But thankfully, because I invested a lot in myself, I kept taking action and following the steps, no matter how many no's or how many kind of closed doors I ended up, you know, walking into. Um, So this is super, super, super important to understand that there is no magic bullet or free lunches, that it will take some time. And the famous quote that entrepreneurs live a few years of their life like most people won't, so they can live the rest of their life like most people can't, runs so true. And that few years is two or three, isn't it? Um, (laughs) Lifestyle business for 13 years. Our last three have bloomed. There you go, Katie, right? All right, number two is take time and invest in learning and understanding technology as you can operate it from anywhere. So techie, you were not very techie when we started. I wouldn't say I wasn't techie compared to... Not as techie as Ben, right? Look, you just want me to like, let's let's just worship the queer, the goddess that is in the beautiful thing. I was techie to a point where I could make things work. Mm. off and on and yeah. things like that. But I guess where technology these days is a friend um, in so many different ways and there's so many different things that just enables you to reach more people, uh, obviously videos, um, but, but the back-end systems back-end. that enables you to run a business, automate. to automate things that a lot of people go, oh, this is all so hard. When I didn't know something, I'd either ask somebody that I knew that knew it already, don't be afraid to ask, or these days there's so many just information, like every platform has a contact us, has tutorials, there's YouTube videos on everything. There's really no excuse. It comes down to would you rather sit there for five hours or spend a whole day, which I've seen a lot of ex-clients and things like that try to do, or swallow your pride and say I'll spend... 20 minutes watching a video, then maybe 30 minutes trying to understand it, 20 minutes implementing, that's less than an hour and a half, you're off for the day, you tell your wife that you've been working all day and you get um, half the day off. Hey, listen to this. Not remember that, that last, happened. Not that that okay, happened. Remember last time we were going through the bookkeeping? So my yes. mum's about to turn 62 and about 18 months ago I uh, she joined our business and part of her role is to do the bookkeeping. And the poor woman, I've taught her three different accounting systems, but zero has been the latest one that she's been um, learning for the last six months. And that's technology. That's kind of, people go to like TAFE courses to learn bookkeeping Mm. and all that sort of stuff. So I'm like teaching her on the job. 
Um, but what you were really, your reaction when she was like doing, clicking and putting through uh, stuff yesterday, she said, go boobs, like she was getting fast. So mama also is famous for saying every beginning is hard and that's exactly what runs so true with technology. True You're going to be so clunky when you start clicking it. You can't really make a mistake. It'll just give you an error or whatever it is and then you can figure out um, a way around it. But if a person, you know, in their 60s can learn how to run social media, put stuff on eBay, sell stuff, you know, like she's just like become this master of all of these different platforms. Why? Because she's interested and she wants to figure out and problem solve a lot faster. So make technology your friend because, oh my God, does it save you time? Does it make you, like even like Uber Eats, like we travel everywhere. We can't find a freaking restaurant uh, or something good to eat uh, or at every place we go, but we go on the phone, you get your Uber Eats, you choose your food, gets delivered in half an hour and you don't have to stay hungry. So, you know, these all little tips and tricks that happen on the road, especially when you travel because a lifestyle business is very much filled with travel um, and therefore, uh, you know, having all the apps that you know how to utilise, you know, jumping a car saves us so much time and uh, enables us to stay refreshed as we go along. But of course, the backend systems, which is the automation and uh, communication and accountability we've got set up, it's just set and forget. We just really don't need to have hold that all in the top of our head. So that was number two, take time and invest in learning and understanding technology as uh, then you can operate your business from anywhere. Where do you look? I don't know where to look. Just look at the look, look at, at yourself. yourself. I often look at myself to yeah, see my you hair do. is all done up and I fix well, you my look fringe. At the camera? You do look at the camera, but it's kind of in the okay, same spot. So you can so, almost yeah. look at yourself. All right, he doesn't have a lot of experience on live. Stream. I worked out I can't go cross-eyed on the plane. Look at this. You can. I was trying. Oh, okay. All right, look at to build a number three. Look to build a high-end program that will be delivered one too many. Go. Well, if you can do that, <laughs> if you can do that, you can obviously scale it a lot easier. Anything that you can deliver one to many obviously leads itself to retreats. It leads yourself to full day events, things like that, um, which then... Even online masterminds. Yeah. That doesn't have to be live events, No, right? it can be anything depending on what you wish to do and where you are in the world. You know, it's some of the big online summits that have been happening that I've seen, again, technology, um, that happen. People tune in from all over the world, different time zones. They can zoom in or whatever the version of um, yeah. that online, you know, conferencing happens to be. But if you can just work out a way that you can deliver it, and the way that we always used to say to people to work that out, if you find that you're constantly repeating the same answers to questions that you always get, and the system that you need to take people through is step by step by step by step by step by step. Okay, then you can do it as a one to many. So it's a signature system that you can really start to be known for. So ideally, if you want to be, when someone thinks of X, if you're that go to person because you know that you've created something like that, that's what ideally you want to get to. Um, if it can be signature, now signature can be high pay, uh, you know, high in price as well. Or obviously you can focus on volume and make it um, not not quite as high end if you need, if you can be getting more people through it. So again, identify what the thing is that you can deliver to people, then work out where the good sweet spot for the pricing is, 
and then see how you can deliver it one to many. And increase your prices as and, you get um, and as well as um, keep adding to it. So your high end should increase in value yeah. as you get better at it. And like what we used to offer in the 48 hour offer program, a day one is so much like tenfold what it is now at um, leading into retreat. It was still great at the time, yeah. but obviously yeah. just more things come across mm. and we get better at doing it. Yeah, so that was number three, look to build a high-end program that will be delivered one-to-many so that you are not uh, hitting a glass ceiling of one-on-one all the time and one-on-one needs you to be present yep. uh, constantly in the business. So, um, so yeah, so therefore it's not really a lifestyle business if it's one-on-one. All right, number four, cluster your promotional delivery and delivery period so you have time to travel all the other times. So as we mentioned at the start of the call, we cluster our um, national tours. You would have seen us uh, go everywhere, Sydney, Wollongong, Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, and now Brisbane, Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast, all in a matter of 20 days. Those are our promotional sales periods, marketing periods. Uh, we executed also a retreat in amongst all that, which means now we can have a whole blank month where we don't need to be physically with people. Certainly we will maintain our business from the, um, what is it, from the deck chair um, yes. by the pool. Uh, while we do the laps, while we hang out with the family, um, but we don't have to be physically present in the country. So therefore it allows, so clustering is so powerful. Uh, and this is how we take four months off a year. Yeah. Uh, the two months over the summer break, another month just now, and lots of um, even the, the two weeks of the school holidays that happened the other two times, often we're off with our kids um, enjoying something at the time. So I guess so, yeah, I just wanted to add, so yeah. why we decided to do that is because when you're employed, it is very consistent. You work your 48 weeks or in America, generally 50, only have yeah. your two weeks off. So it's very consistent a lot of the time. Sure, you might have your busy periods and then your quieter periods, but we just decided our lifestyle business wasn't going to be like that. We were happier to work bulk things in together so that we can also work that we understood that marketing is a lot easier when you're promoting in certain groups of time so that you can really manage your marketings really well you can get on top of it you deliver all your events in the one stage so while you're in sales mode and then in the other times you can obviously be on deliverance mode of obviously what you what you what your program is or what you're offering people but to then also enable you to have that time off which we did so and it's so important like if you're going to work hard to build um, huge infrastructure around this lifestyle business the thing that you're doing will require also a lot of energy yes so it's not kind of like also uh, optional that you have time off it's compulsory because otherwise uh, who likes a burnt out person you know with no adrenals yep. and and then have all sorts of health health issues in your life you know uh, you've got to look after yourself and um and damn those adrenals yeah <laughs> and um you know people like observe me and they go oh you know i could never do it you know you're always on and all that I go, you don't know you don't see me like you know when i chill out you know most of the time that you i'm not like say on social media and all that kind of stuff because it's important to know when it's up down time and downtime. Mm -hmm. uh so good guys i've been clustering my business delivering blocks so you can have school it's free which has been amazing great tips all right cool let's go number five number five is decide what mm -hmm. is enough dollars wise a lifestyle business is not one that you may choose to continue growing so will you plateau Okay, it's a certain point. So what does that mean? Well, uh, what's enough? How much is enough? What is enough? You know, so that you have enough for uh, your core um, payments, of whether it's mortgages, school fees, all of that kind of stuff, food, clothing, all that kind of stuff. So figure out what's core. 
then figure out what is it, uh, how much would you love to separate to put towards investments that are going to create passive income for you in the future, whether that's going to be in uh, property, shares, um, you know, other things that are going to obviously grow um, financially so that when you're older, you don't have to work but still produce the same kind of revenue that you need to survive. So what is that? And, of course, your luxuries. You know, there would be a number because it has been said that um, – Earnings over $75,000 a year or for a person don't exponentially increase a person's happiness. Hmm? What do you think about that one? Always spoken about it. What's enough? What can you start to do? And when you, you, you do, a lot of people don't like to talk about money. You've got to talk about money and you've got to start being okay with money. Um, not even okay. You've got to be great with money. But is money, oh, I've always had this conversation, is an extra zero in your bank account Maybe if the difference between $100 and $1,000, it might be. But realistically, like I've spoken to a lot and seen a lot of interviews on entrepreneurs where they've, uh, is whether it's $10 million, $20 million, $3 million, their level of happiness actually doesn't normally go up. It actually decreases unless they'd start to do something which is very either philanthropic or they're actually yep. feeling as though they're giving back. There, as Nath always talks about contribution, yeah. um, it doesn't make you any happier. As I said, it will generally lead to more stress because, unfortunately, the way the world's set up, the more money you have, the more people want a piece of you. Right, family, long lost friends, long lost cousin Jim that all of a sudden is down on his luck, and it can put a lot of stress. So, you need to understand your boundaries as well with where your money is at. But find out an amount like that. We every Christmas, so every time we're taking our Christmas holidays off, one of the conversations we have is you know, what's enough? Uh, you've often, those of you that have you know, know us quite well intimately, you've often heard us say, you know, well, we a certain amount we're happy with. You know, we will scale and we have deliberately plateaued because would we be any happier if other people are doing this and we don't have the chance to meet and mingle with you guys personally? No way. If you were just a number on a book that was paying money into an account, I know Nat and I would not have anywhere near as much of enjoyment. And I guess a, a part of building a, a lifestyle business is to feel that the people you're working with are part of that lifestyle. Yeah. So Amy, who jumped, jumped on a call just before, um, and she's commented, you know, great point, when is it enough? Um, you know, she's become a close family friend with her kids, and she was originally my author, you know, they come and celebrate New Year's Eve with you Australia Day, uh, this, um, uh, you know, just Australia Day and gone. Uh, Katie's saying, I love money. I love also creating strategies to reduce personal income expenses and write as much um, as possible through my lifestyle business. Yeah, absolutely. We do all of that. Uh, but also, you know, yeah, a few years ago we said we ideal dream lifestyle business and um, and what we want to be doing year in, year out is helping 80 to 100 authors um, publish their books. And obviously now with the launch of our publishing company, we can just uh, publish more and more uh, books without, you know, constantly just being just the retreats. And so we have evolved in a different way mm. without needing to, you know, obviously kill, uh, kill ourselves. So, yeah. you know, for us, we're separating enough towards our property uh portfolio um as katie said you know working with the right experts to to see how we can um minimize expenses and again you know um uh, always being mindful in terms of you know what do we want to do how much of it do we want to do it um do we want to have four months worth of holidays at um you know reasonable uh, places to travel and go to or do we want to have like one week in the yeah. most absolute luxurious place uh, on earth that you can go to? So, 
we choose more time with our yeah. with our family and hanging out in places that are not you know the absolute um, seven star luxury and all that sort of stuff. So um, this so number five, just summarizing, decide what is enough dollars wise. Um, our lifestyle business is not one that you may choose to continue growing. Um, you know, will you choose at certain point to plateau? And for us, it, um, you know, we choose eighty to one hundred authors to be our dream number um, year in and year out. And um, that one day that our business will be so awesomely systemized, we can either get our kids to um, to continue it um, or sell it for a significant profit. Yeah. All right. Number six. Once established, plan your lifestyle activities first, then your business activities around it. Hmm. How do we do that, Stuart? Hmm. Well, <laughs> last week, I don't know where we were. Where were we last week? Anyway, uh, on the plane, somewhere a conversation the... came about and we started planning 2020. 20. Yes, in May, I think it was about May the 29th, 2019, we mapped out 2020. 2020. <laughs> so first of all, we got three school-age kids, so it was work out where all the school holidays because one, events for us is no good in school holiday times, mm -hmm. but two, we don't really want to be away from in the school holidays time. So first thing that goes in there. Second thing is we block off our compulsory. Again, see, oh. we've just made this happen. So every year it will happen. Block off our six-week period in the middle of the year where we will go somewhere, wherever it is, <laughs> so there ain't no... Back, hopefully April next year. Easter, Easter holidays next year. Easter holidays. WWE. Yes, that might happen again. But we block out that time. Then we go. Okay, so the next we uh, after the do all of that. Then we want to block our tours. So then we block the retreats, the tours, all of the major things that we do mm -hmm. go in after we've blocked off the time. Because you know what happens when you try to find time for a holiday. Yeah. Natasha? No, 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 no. It ain't there. Because something else will always come up in the way. So if you're serious about doing it and if you're running at these high levels, you have to be blocking that first, first. put everything else around it. It's just, I know it sounds easy, but if yeah. you actually do it and plan it that far out. And then it also, what it does is actually, believe it or not, it opens up more opportunities to then go and do other events or get asked by someone else because you know you don't have to think, can I do this? Is there a, you know, you're scheduled. If it's in this time, I'd love to, but I'm in wherever. I can give an answer to someone there 18 months ahead of time. Get on your no, diary yeah. and it's there. It's once, in. Once it gets scheduled. And it's, yeah, it's amazing. Not to, like, if we, well, can we talk closer to the date and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. No, just lock it in. You know, I've got things. Yeah, that's why 2020 is now set. And we actually pre-book our trips uh, quite a while in advance. Um, mm. Probably six to 12 months, uh, all of our trips. Like all of our White Christmas in the US is booked. Obviously, Thailand would book it. And that gives you the count down and the getting excited about it and all that sort of stuff and planning all of the things you're going to do ahead of time so we're big on building buffers in yeah big on yeah. you know pre-booking flights even earlier and all that kind of stuff we just plan always like as if you know our planning is always happening like what's happening right now is just execution this was planned um six to 12 months ago and um yeah literally um, all right cool number seven is have your uh, clients on payment plans then you never dip in income so if you have designed that high-end program and you have got uh, an offering that transforms people's lives in whatever way um you know offer a payment plan it's a lot more feasible for a lot of people to be able to invest and good for them and good for you that's good the for win everyone. With it. good for everyone and you never dip in income. So, you know, we, we might have sales periods, you know, in certain times of the year only, <coughs> but in those four months that we're having time off, our income never dips. 
It's just there every oh Wednesday. Oh, my God, I remember when you were coaching the one-on-one uh, before. Them oh, and, and so many of our other clients oh, that we yeah, used yeah. to work with, not many people get coached over Christmas. And oh. so all of a sudden, that's when normally your expenses are high if you've got yeah. kids and you like giving and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if the income's not coming in and you're not mm-hmm. doing your sessions, obviously it's very hard to then... Uh, I have a lot of clients who still coach one-on-one. <laughs> And when it comes to that period, you know, we might need to give them like a one month's grace or something before, you know, restarting to the next year because their income really dips. So yep. really consider that in everything that you do, how can you make it more feasible? And you'll sign up more clients as well. Um, Beck's saying the research shows there's a huge happiness quotient attached to planning of holidays. Great. And Dr. Beck will know that. Thanks, Dr. Beck. Yep. Yes, yes. So we got that one right. No, even as an employee, I remember, you know, you, if you didn't have a holiday well. booked. We've always done it. I think nothing, uh, not too much of our um, strategies and habits have changed Mm. from employee to entrepreneur or having this lifestyle business. It's always been transferable into how we used to do it uh, because we just loved having that that thing to look forward to. Yeah. All right. Number eight, work hard when you must and play hard so you enjoy the fruits of your labor. So many people can put in so much effort continuously and never reward themselves. Do you agree? Yeah, I used to do that a lot. Probably still do it a little bit more now. Um, but, yeah, if you're not actually one of the, our mentors who's now passed, God bless him, um, uh, used to literally have a thing where it's saying if you're not rewarding yourself for the work that you do, your subconscious is just going to not want you to do the work and therefore you're going to keep getting resistance around it because you're thinking, well, what's the your subconscious is saying, well, I'm working so hard but I'm not getting anything in return. So mm-hmm. why can't, why shouldn't I just bludge, not work hard, and then guess what? Well, then the equally no rewards are going to come. So why would you do the extra effort? Think of your, if you've ever had employees that have worked for you, what rewards do they want? Is it time? You know, a lot of the Gen Ys and, and younger generations now, they're driven more by um, a cause, a time, rather than a financial reward. So in the old days of, oh, you sling someone an extra 50 bucks for a job well done, they'll probably look at you and go, well, that's not doing anything with it. It might need to be a charitable donation to something on their behalf or whatever it might be, bring in more green things to the office, yeah. whatever it might be. So, yeah, if you've got that hard... Um, the belief that you, if you do some good stuff, you should get rewarded for it at the other end, yep. you're a lot more likely to keep doing, keep it. doing it because, because subconsciously it'll make it happen. And you know what changes, I believe, is uh, we perhaps embark this journey because of a point of uh, pain uh, and shit hits the fan mm. moment, which some of you guys have already heard what ours was and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it eventually shifts the other way around. Uh, you end up moving towards pleasure, mm. okay? So where a lot of the time in life people are moving away from pain, uh, when you work hard and you can start and see, seeing the results and the fruits of your labour um, come through and you can then see how it can bring more pleasure into your life either making your lifestyle a lot easier, you know, helping other people. Like by outsourcing, you're helping other people have income and, and better lives, you know, Um it's great to have people who are working for us because we know that we're then contributing to, uh, to mm. their lives as well. Uh, but then you're like, you know, everything that you, I'm just driven constantly towards pleasure nowadays. That's all I, like, oh, how can I create more of this? So that's really what shifts as well when you have the lifestyle business. And 
and happiness just uh, attracts uh, that kind of vibration as well from other ends, as, uh, from other people. All right, guys, number nine is grow your team for more freedom. Okay, which just, I guess that lends itself. Allocate roles for greater focus and who's responsible for what, which actually uh, what I started talking about in the last point um, was the fact that it's great to be able to give people jobs, but what that creates is actually a proper company sort of structure without needing to go to like 15 employed people by you or whatever. Um, you know, we've been very cautious and um, uh, increasing who is helping us with the business, like with a VA, we've had it nearly for four years now, Viva VA um, and mom, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But now when we see like these five core people in the business, and we all have our little strengths and roles and responsibilities, then it's not me holding everything up in my head. Um, you know, has customer service been done, sales calls followed up, admin done, uh, event logistics, and all that sort of stuff. Everyone's got their own little nook within the business, Stuart's Facebook ads. Um, you know, I used to stress out all the time about bums on seats, but that's no longer, you know, part of my responsibility. And I am focusing on the publishing and, uh, you know, overall sales and marketing on the business being the face of the business. So, you know, it really does give you more freedom. And this is going to be our first test this um, this weekend going to Thailand and having a PA who's in a major customer service role for us because we didn't have that beforehand and we were handling all of that on all of our holidays. So that'll be really cool to see how much uh, less involved in the business we will be for that month um, because she'll be able to handle all of those things. Let's yeah. see. Let's see. Vivi, what All right, cool. Awesome. And we've just had a new client sign up. Oh, I just got a text. Congratulations. Yay. Awesome. Um, Okay, so number 10 is, well, we kind of touched on this one. um, uh, We did. Yeah, we did. That's kind of a little bit of a Come on, make up another number 10 there. Come on, I'm going to get you to solve a problem. All right. Okay, go. What do you do if you're, we'll go back to the planning one because I have this question quite a bit. What do you have if you're in a relationship, whatever a relationship that might be, and you like to get things planned and set up and organised and done and your other half is a bit of a fly-by-the-pants kind of person? How do you sort of get a balance and how, do you, how would you get people to operate in that case? So it's business, we're obviously talking as a business example. You obviously have the answer if you ask that question. Never seen her so quiet. No, because you always do what I say. So, like, <laughs> I don't have that problem. I've, so seen, it, I've, seen, I've seen it quite I a bit. So, I you can't, can't solve, solve a problem, problem that, that you don't I don't have, have yeah, right? You tell us the answer if you've observed it. I've, just, I've seen it quite happen a lot. So, that's <laughs> anywhere near as much as Nat. So, I thought you would have just thought back to it at the start. So, I was much more, come on, wing it, you know, come on, it'll be all right, we'll do it. But you've got to work out what the other person's values are and what is good for them. And then basically, selling it is a, a word that we'll use. You've got to sell why planning it, what will give them that they want. I so sold for it me, to you. you sold it with me by obviously thinking, okay, it's more time off, it's more time Life away, time. it's more time together. Okay, because my one of my drivers is it's not the driver, what is Life. it? Love language, yeah. Oh. That's um quality time. So if oh look at this. Obviously not words of affection. Don't get many of them. 
Words of a I am. So, yeah, so that was it. So you got to always talk about the, the positives is in any relationship also, but always talk about sell to them what you know is important to them. And then I started thinking, okay, so if we plan this a little bit better, well, then it was things like, okay, well, we've got a plan and we'll have all of these. We'll do our North Queensland tour or whatever. Oh, but if we get this organised early and we plan it, we can maybe have an extra four days up there together to have a bit of adult time. Mm-hmm. And so that was like, oh, okay, so rather than us just leaving it to the last minute, flights and accommodation might be harder to book, having them all right. Where are your eyes looking? You're reading I'm comments. reading. Yeah, come on. Just... Um, so, yeah, so giving that and then give that person what's advantageous to them, and I think that's a good way of solving it. Beck's coming to the August retreat and she's asked if we've picked the theme yet. And, yes, we have. And, yes, we can reveal it, Beck, but not the song. And the theme is hero. Stay tuned for the Hang next on, you video. Just oh. talk to us. I know because I was going to block it. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next live. Um, heroes is the theme, heroes. so it's not necessarily just superheroes. I mean, of course, it could be a superhero thingy, uh, but heroes, uh, full stop. So whatever that means to you. Can I wear my underpants on the outside? Yes, you, yeah. And there you go. That's the simplest way you can become a hero. That is, and Stuart always costume tick. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be the thing, um, you guys, if anyone's what, from the August retreat. And finally, you guys, we locked in a venue also this morning, didn't we? Uh, we had, you know, a few different places that we approached and everyone was kind of having weddings and all that sort of stuff. But we found an awesome venue. So that's going to be announced very, very soon as well. So I was so, able to play three of them off against each other at the <laughs> end to get the one that we wanted. So, bang, it works. And the place we go play to the game. has the best mushrooms for breakfast. Like, I've never tasted better mushrooms ever. I don't I was know. excited about mushrooms. I am. I am. All right, so... Um, no budgie smugglers. They'll be <laughs> over the top, Christine, well over the top. Don't you worry. Oh, I love it. Okay, you guys, so I hope you got something out of this uh, live, even though half the time he was making jokes. Oh, last thing I want If you bring me on, I'm going to be me. I'm I, not going to sit course. and... All right, so let me tell the guys one other thing. Oh, How do you deal with the other... Per- when the other person is an entrepreneur who likes to achieve something every day. So I need to feel, I have to have this sense of achievement. Even if it is I've just cleared my inbox or just posted up something or whatever, every day I need to achieve. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just my achiever pattern in me. And because Stuart's driven by lifestyle, he's very easily, he can switch off and just completely be on like holiday brain and all that sort of stuff. Whereas me, I like to like almost um, check in and achieve something and then I can switch off for the rest of the day. It can be just something that takes two minutes. So how you used to hate it when I used to touch work, you know, when I said, okay, I'm going to be off. I'm gonna I'll be only off. reveal it if you cover your ears. Oh, okay. Just leave like a little bit of mess or something undone around the house so that she feels as though she's... <laughs> no, that was a made-up no, made no, one, but hey, that might work. Um, uh, I guess like any good relationship is just if it makes her happy, why would it, why should it stop making me, why should it make me unhappy if that makes her happy? So just let her do it. Know that it will only take a short amount of time and it's just simple as that. You know, if you, mm-hmm. if you just, I don't know why uh, people so often fight about the most ridiculous stuff or, or stop their partner doing something that they like. And because you think it's no good for you, if it makes them happy, it is good for you. But I used to be annoyed that you wouldn't do a little bit of work here and there, and now I just I, I don't care. I just do whatever I want. But why don't you care? Because I just um, just because you don't care, I just or because you know it's good you, for me, and I accepted you, yeah, girl. Good for me. I have accepted go. him. Acceptance is the key to a loving relationship. All right, now. 
That's it, guys. We're off. Um, I'm going to do my seven-minute workout now because I couldn't do it first thing in the morning. So I'm going to go do that and then all my tasks for the day are done. Then if you're in Queensland, Sunshine Coast, tomorrow at the Mantra, Gold, uh, no, Brisbane. Mantra Maloolaba, yes. West Chermside and Gold Coast where? Mermaid Waters Quality Mermaid, Hotel. Mermaid Waters Quality Hotel. Come on, um, come on down nine to one for the blueprint. Come on down. Blueprint for book writing a success workshop. Tickets are forty nine dollars eighty seven for VIP. I'll post a link on this live, and we hope to see you there. See you, gorgeous people, and um, thank we'll you, Mary. See you guys soon. Smash Thanks it. everybody for joining see you next us. From Thailand. Don't Woo! comment below if you want me back again because this was too please, tough. Please, can you comment and say Stuart needs to do more lives with Nat? I just. Everyone says we should do more and he's just like, mm, I just want to be an introvert. Bye, guys.